the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And I definitely want to welcome you to our Monday edition of Lifeline. Again, glad to be with you on this day that the Lord has made. December 14th, 2020. A bit chilly today, but uh, the weather was clear. Wasn't like yesterday, filled with rain uh, and cool as well. But here we are in our in our very winter season with all kinds of health challenges in front of us and uh, not quite sure what the future will hold for us come 2021, but I'm glad to be alive today. I hope you are as well. The number to reach me at if you are um, bulging with questions or uh, significant comments to contribute to our dialogue today, our uh, right of speech, our freedom to assemble, our freedom to worship, our freedom to bear arms our freedom to maintain our independence, autonomy, and right to pursuit of happiness according to the inalienable uh, virtues that God has given us as creatures on this planet to be able to do so. Let's just take advantage of the next two hours to kind of build a a potpourri, if you will, of uh, conversation, topics, issues that uh, can go down in history as a, a point of edification. So just going to open the phone lines for you on this Monday edition of Lifeline, one 367 if you want to reach yours truly to uh, to talk about it. To, uh, to continue to work through, unravel, cultivate a, an understanding of what happened this year, if, if you will, and then uh, try to just make some sense about what we can do going forward. One of the big issues that a lot of people are going to be talking about for a long time to come, and rightly so, is the vaccines. Now, you know me. Here's my fundamental model. Um, you really should know what you're getting into whenever you say yes or no about anything and then are willing to talk to other people about it. Uh, nonetheless, with this issue of vaccines, I have been uh, a proponent of vaccines uh, that have been uh, proven and soundly uh, proven demonstrable to have been safe to use. It's obvious that vaccines have a place in our world. They have been beneficial for smallpox and and other di- diseases. Several um, major vaccines have uh, led to an increased quality uh, of the health of Americans and people around the world. That being said, it does not mean that all vaccines are good and that all vaccines are absolutely necessary. And the one in front of us, the vaccine for COVID-19, is massively, massively controversial. Not because it has a political component behind it. Not everyone is always jazzed or taken aback or holding a position or uh, disagreeing with you, me, or anyone else simply because uh, they hold some kind of political party. Sometimes it's just a matter of 
thinking well, thinking deeply, thinking critically, analyzing uh, the, the subject at hand. And I think that's the case here. When you think about the polls that have been taken already concerning the American people and how that um, the American people have fundamentally said uh, to the tune of 70, 80 percent, they're not going to take the vaccines right away. And, and, and therefore, the media and the health department, the uh, uh, CDC, the uh, the uh, World Health Organization realized, and this is true not only here in America, you guys, but across the world, uh, there is going to be a massive campaign here forthcoming in terms of really getting people to think about taking the vaccine. Problem is, we've been here before. We've been in the arena where our government tells us that this is safe and that is safe and it's okay, but in fact, a matter after a while, it has been proven that it was not all that safe, that there were consequences, that there were uh, very clear and, uh, and present dangers that have to uh, be looked at. And uh, just doing a little research again, with regards to what they basically say is a targeted group, Latinos and African-Americans uh, being some of the hardest hit with, uh, with, with COVID, um, you know, one can argue the reasons why behind it, but just if people just accept the narrative that African-Americans are some of the hardest hit with COVID, uh, then it, it would only follow, wouldn't it? that your African-American communities would be much more uh, reticent, reluctant, slow, if you will, to, um, to follow the science and submit to, if you will, uh, the, the notion that uh, our authorities can just walk up to us and tell us this is the answer, pull your arm out and let us hit you with, uh, with the vaccine. In fact, I was reading a couple of articles the other day, and you can go online and look it up. Obviously, you just find a litany of uh, opening articles, which will plainly tell you how that in the African-American community, multiple, multiple pastors have been uh, been uh, sought out. And you can imagine why, because, you know, pastors have an authoritarian uh, influence upon uh, the members of the African-American community. And, and, you know, historically, the reason has been because, you know, our government has lied to us. They have tinkered with us. They have, they have uh, you know, exposed the African-American community to so many different trials and surreptitiously without letting us know or telling us one thing about it. And then later on down the line, we are suffering the injuries from uh, vaccines, such as with the syphilis testing with our Tuskegee brethren uh, many decades ago, ago, only to find out that they basically used them as pure guinea pigs. And uh, several of the men suffered uh, ravaging consequences along with death. This also happened in many other cases where the medical industry would just basically uh, utilize poor people, uninformed people, ignorant people uh, as guinea pigs to do their test. Well, why wouldn't that be the case now? And in a lot of ways, you can't help but say that it is the case. Uh, Bill Gates recently stated that he expected significant levels of harm being done in the process of the COVID experiment simply because uh, we don't have time, he said, for us to do the normal route of a two to five to 10 year uh, experiment, double-blind experiments, and other kinds of experiments to test really the validity 
uh, and percentage of validity that the vaccines are seeking to achieve in terms of a of a cure or healing or what have you. And so with these particular vaccines, there are three major ones out there on the market that uh, that are being used and being accepted right now. And you guys would know them if you look them up. Moderna <clears throat> being being one, the other two will come later. But uh, they are already clearly having uh, problems with, uh, with the vaccines. People are getting sick. In fact, uh, the statistics uh, and these were quoted by Bill Gates himself that in some cases, 100% of the people that are tested are getting sick. 80% of them getting tested um, are getting severely sick. So uh, there is a basic reaction to the uh, COVID vaccine that is problematic. Uh, it's just problematic. And so you'll have loved ones and friends and relatives that you know here coming up soon because they're frontliners. We talked about this on Sunday. Your medical industry, um, your law enforcement industry, uh, people that have to uh, take major positions in 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 in, uh, in some of our significant institutions, schools are going to be said to take them. Largely, they're kind of metering out the vaccines in a way in which is first going to go to the first responders, uh, medical uh, physicians, doctors, nurses, etc. Uh, and then uh, to the elderly and those who are most uh, vulnerable to being severely impacted by the vax, uh, by the COVID-19 virus. Uh, and then it will make its way on down to, uh, to people less uh, severely impacted. But believe you me, if you do your research, ladies and gentlemen, and you should, you shouldn't just say, well, I'm going to do it or not do it because of a whim, because of a, a proclivity. Be informed because I, I do. I, I, I track with these things. And right now there are four fundamental arguments I would give to you around it. And that would be one is the facts are that more than 99.5% of people who get COVID overcome COVID fairly easily without any significant uh, uh, impact. There are a few. Uh, and, and most people who um, who are uh, young enough in their 60s and earlier, 50s and 60s and earlier, and particularly 40s to 30s, and there's not even a conversation really with teenagers and, and children. Now, if that's the case, if you've got most people recovering from COVID and the vast majority of the young people not even being impacted by it significantly, why are we setting up a structure that the whole world is to take the vaccine. That's the first argument that I would raise on the basis of logic. If my immune system has the capacity to overcome COVID just by its own ability to fight off the virus, and, and, and I can do that and then recover, why am I going to take a vaccine that's gonna make me sick, that could possibly injure me? They cannot, they cannot tell you that it doesn't have the potential to do that. In fact, you've got to sign a waiver so that they cannot be sued if, in fact, this does occur. Why would I take it if my own immune system has to, has half a chance, has a better chance at, re, at recovery and survival than the vaccine? Somebody give me an answer for that. Secondly, if you know that the vaccine that you're going to be taking cannot prevent you from getting COVID, and nor can it prevent you from emitting the COVID virus towards someone else. Why am I taking something that can't prevent me from getting it? Nor can it prevent me from 
dispensing it. Okay, there you go. Three things right there. I just want you to reason through with me because we're trying to be sound. The Lord has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a what? Sound mind. If a sound mind says the science, the statistics have asserted that people in a certain range will be 99.8% capable of overcoming uh, uh, the COVID virus without a vaccine, why are we taking a vaccine if the vaccine doesn't keep me from getting the virus, why am I taking the vaccine? If the vaccine is not keeping me from dispensing, dispersing air particles by which other people can get the vaccine, why am I taking the vaccine? Why is the whole nation and the whole world being slated to take the vaccine? Would you answer that question for me? one 367 to nine. If the vaccine has the capacity to impact me and make me sick, and if you do the research, you'll find people are being uh, moderately uh, allergic uh, to it, too significantly allergic to it. And again, Bill Gates out of his own mouth says that there will be somewhere upwards of about 700,000 people who will be significantly impacted by the coronavirus. Here's another argument that you and I need to consider. The COVID vaccine is not a one-time vaccine. First of all, you got to take it in two shots. The first one early on for about 28 days. And then you got to take a second booster shot after the 28 days. And then, lo and behold, Mr. Bill Gates says this is not one of those one-time only vaccines. You may have to take the vaccine in another couple of years. He said with older people, they may have to take the vaccine every year. That is phenomenally problematic. Don't you see it, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, if you don't get what I'm, I'm talking about, here's what you can be sure about. You can be sure that we are on the brink of dealing with coronavirus vaccine for several years. Our world will be changed for a long period of time forthcoming. That means all of the other ramifications that we'll talk about on the other side of the break. Very important for you to know where we are going in 2021. 1-888-367-5329. I've got one line open. 1-888-367-5329. We'll talk about it in a moment on the Monday edition of Lifeline with your host, Jesse Gisten. We'll be right back. And we are back. The time is 524 on the Monday edition of Lifeline, let me go to line number three and talk with Ken in San Francisco. Ken, are you there? Um, hi, Pastor Jesse. What's going um, on? What's going Kiana? on, young lady? How are you? Hi, fine. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you faring this weather and uh, the end of the year season? Um, I'm fine. I'm glad the rain came. Mm-hmm. And then as mm-hmm. far as the end of the world, I mean, end of the world, end of the year go, everything is just fine. Okay, um, okay. I was just thoughts? calling to um, answer your question Yeah. that you posed during the break. Um, so my thing is I don't understand why people um, feel like they should take a vaccine that has been, like, rushed. Um, mm-hmm. You don't know the sample sizes. Mm-hmm. You don't know the genetic makeup of the people that they've um, tested for these vaccines. Um, there's problems with the vaccines. It's not going to um, stop you from getting the virus. So it's like, what's the point? And to me, it seems like a money grab. 
for big pharmaceutical companies and people like Dr. Fauci and people like um, Bill Gates because they own the patent. It's so true. So it seems like you're informed about some of of those fundamentals. What was that? It's part of the the great reset that you um, talked about. Um, I had just got home and I I had talked to my mother earlier today about that vaccine and when you talk about groups of color, specifically African-Americans, and you look how, like, throughout history, when it came to testing vaccines and medicines, how, you know, African-Americans were used as, you know, guinea pigs with the Tuskegee experiment and that experiment that happened, I think, over there in Mare Island at one of the military absolutely. bases. Absolutely. Absolutely. it's just absolutely, like, horrible to me. It's just like, why would you take something that's not going to stop you from getting it, um... You don't know what it's going to do once it gets into your body. And I just feel like they are rushing to do this. And it's going to be bad for a lot of people. And it's going to really impact poor people. And I think they're trying to uh, do population control and um, kind of get rid of people. It's kind of, I mean, I look at it, I look at it as a, like a forced genocide through all this fear and pressure through the media. To get you know what's to cool? You know what's cool? You know what's in it. You know what's cool about what you're saying uh, from my end of the equation? I'm going to be making a recommendation recommendation uh, during the show about a uh, a podcast that I want people to watch. I'm, I'm trying. I'm equivalent. I'm equivocating about it. Excellent po- podcast in terms of so much data around stuff I know that I would love for people to know. Just that the uh, persons having the conversation around the topics um, are a little bit off the hook, and you got to be you got to be able to spit the bones out when you chew on their food. But there is so much information in this particular podcast that I watched for three and a half hours today around mm-hmm. some very salient issues. But the, what I was saying in relationship to that, Kenna, is that you have done enough research to know things that the average American will not know who don't take their own environment and their surroundings and their culture in their country and their politics and their religion uh, seriously. You know some fundamentals about the uh, Bill Gates uh, organization. You know some fundamentals about Bill Gates and his organization and other industries whose whole goal is fundamentally population control. You know that. This is explicit. This can be found anywhere. They're not hiding it whatsoever. There are multiple, multiple uh, snippets of Bill Gates being very clear on wanting to uh, see the diminishing of, uh, of of the population. You know enough about uh, the patents that both Bill Gates and, uh, and, and Fauci has uh, in the, these different vaccines institutions. And Bill Gates and Fauci have been deeply involved in it for several years, both anticipating a pandemic for which now they can jump on the bandwagon of promoting their own uh, Pfizer and Moderna uh, patents uh, in order to make billions of more dollars. It's not that Bill Gates wants more money, Fauci does, but they both are uh, power-hungry men and their goals are largely to be able to dictate how the world functions. This is all part of a larger agenda around what you have heard me also say, and you can easily look it up is to dispel the notion of a conspiracy theory. Uh, Klaus Schwab 
one of the money barons, the wealthy billionaires who has summits and meetings with other wealthy people, along with uh, powerful uh, government um, representatives on how to get beyond our present uh, world paradigm and move into, they don't want to use the term now, but it's really the old term called the new world order. It's the same concept that goes back a hundred years they really wanted to find a crisis to push us into it, and this is the one. So what I stated before the break was that Bill Gates said it himself that we don't uh, we don't foresee ending the coronavirus pandemic for any time in the near future. That could be up from two years to eight years to ten years. If that's the narrative that people on the planet buy into, and after a while it seeps into every system, every institution, every policy, every every uh, formulated structure of, of educational propaganda, we know how human beings are. They eventually capitulate because that's what this whole uh, corona test has been for a year, shutting down nations, shutting down states, shutting down countries uh, in an unconstitutional way to see whether or not people will simply submit to dictates without actually being educated on the ground level uh, in order to make an informed decision and at least feel like they had some say in the ruining of their lives. But no, the vast majority of people simply capitulated. Now, quite frankly, Kiana, there are millions of people across America right now that are rising up and opposing it. You will not see this in your main media outlets, but they're rising up and they're opposing this whole movement, as well as hundreds of doctors in the Senate, in Congress, in Washington right now, being heard by senators and congressmen about alternative routes. We talked about this last week. And yet those Alternative routes are not being sufficiently aired to the people of America and the world. Why? Because there's an agenda in front of us. Everyone should be able to at least see that and be informed before they are made to uh, have to do something that they might regret. I'll give you the last word. And what's also going to happen in this, if they try to, because there's this meme going around social media that says that, um, people are saying that they feel like the um, vaccine should be mandated, which means it's mandatory. And I just look at people in the comments, and these supposed to be Christian people, and I'm like, okay, but do you know that there are some people who don't, who can see it for what I see and how you see it? Um, the U.S. Supreme Court at some point is going to entertain this issue because there's all kind of constitutional and religious uh, violations when you try to subject people um, to receive something that they don't agree with. Totally. And, and right now, the freedom of no, being able to do it or not do it, and then you have the religious aspect of it too. So I'm just trying to figure out how you're going to mandate somebody to do something and violate their constitutional rights and civil no, liberties right, right, all at right, once. Right. Um, it was very clear. Alito, uh, um, uh, it's, they'll come back in a moment, but several of the conservative judges on the bench have already chimed in on this uh, topic. Uh, uh, Thomas has chimed in on this topic and a few others recognizing the infringement upon our constitutional rights. And they have basically um, stated, Clarence Thomas, have stated that at present there is no kind of emergency 
that allows the setting aside of the Constitution and its uh, amendments at this present time for which it would justify the world coming up under a mandate to take the vaccine. And yet, what is this all about? This is really about rogue government in America. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a break and tie this to the uh, Chinese influence here in a moment. Some of our senators are sleeping with some of these spy holes in order to... Uh, to uh, gain favors with the Chinese. I'm wondering if, uh, if, uh, if if Biden's son, Hunter, has some of them spy holes too, because I can tell you it's deep in the deep state that we have had compromise around the world. And this is really about globalism versus nationalism. As I told you guys last week, you people need to really know the conflict at the higher levels is the ideology of globalism in conflict with the ideology of nationalism, that is, nations being able to operate at levels of sovereignty that are not imposed upon by an international cabal of authorities telling us and mandating what we should do. Thank you for the call, Kiana. God bless you. I've got to take a hard break. Bye-bye. You too. When I come back, I'll take Jermaine, I'll take Mark, I'll take James. One line open on the Monday edition of Lifeline. One line open, one 5329 We'll be right back. All right, we are back. Let's see here. One line open, one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Let's go to line number one and talk with Jermaine in Alameda. Jermaine, are you there? Jermaine in Alameda. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, hey, yeah, I just wanted to uh, chime in on the, the, the vaccine talk. I, I personally don't plan to take it. Mm-hmm. And my family and many of my friends who do, who absolutely detest the president, they refuse to take it as well. Okay. And, you know, well, one of the major reasons I have for not taking it is because I've, I've kind of seen a pattern when something is introduced and is brand new and there's no established history of testing, then we're kind of guinea pigs. And my grandmother was a victim of a medicine called Vioxx back in, I think it was released in 1999. Mm-hmm. And she was uh, having hip replacement surgery, and she was really afraid to get that medicine. They, they promised her it was okay. The side effects were were uh, potentially minor, and she ended up half paralyzed and in pain for the rest of her life until she was, you know, bedridden and deceased. And she she happened to fall into a one percent category of having all three major issues. And that medicine was pulled off the market after they suspected it was causing something like between 88 and 140,000 heart-related incidents and 40% are fatal. So I just have a problem with something brand new, and it's hard not to believe there's no agenda behind it when they're trying to rush it out and there's no reason for it since the the numbers of uh, the current pandemic don't justify us even needing a vaccine. Well, your logic is excellent, first of all. And, and, you know, you and I and anyone else who's operating out of fundamentals of logic, objectivity, uh, critical thinking skills, um, discernment, um, the ability to to draw on uh, references in the past, personal and non, are so important uh, to maintaining personal integrity. I am sorry to hear about what happened to your grandmother as we even talked with brother Mark Young uh, last week about what happened with his wife. So many stories like that 
germane are present in our country and our world, people ought to go and look up what uh, Mr. Bill Gates did to the uh, people of India, the children of India in his exploration several years back. They banned him from there, but yet our media will not give us any of that kind of data as well. Um, and your argument that uh, you know we can clearly suspect uh, an experimentation going on is absolutely on point, right along with Kiana, about what the manner in which they're doing it. Of course, if we can obtain a vaccine that can work, we want it. Uh, but uh, the idea that somehow it has to be imposed upon us uh, is just uh, improper, and history tells us there is another objective behind it. For me, it's being much more clear on the goal of depopulation, which means they are willing to face the risk of looking up a year from now, two years from now, and having society really opining and complaining about the personal injuries that are taking place in people's lives. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, think this through, because we've seen this this year as well with our media. You and I know that the media is completely in the pockets of globalists, uh, as we have seen how they have shaped and, 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 um, and, and firewalled and hedged in information that was critical even to our election, uh, that one would have to do major research on their own independently uh, off the major media outlets in order to get the data. Uh, if they would do that with a situation like the election, waiting until after the election is done to bring out the fact that uh, the uh, the uh, CIA has already been looking into Hunter Biden with his tax issues. That was a major suppression of information. Uh, not to get back on the Biden thing, that'll come back up when we talk about China in a moment. But we know if that they will do things like that, which is a breach of promise concerning uh, journalism, uh, because journalism should not be biased. But this whole issue of bias is so far out the window now. Why? Because we are operating out of a very, very uh, un-American, uh, unconstitutional framework of narratives being designed to uh, to move people in a particular direction, and they know it does. So you won't hear a whole lot of information in your major media outlets about the injuries that are already taking place with the COVID-19. The only way you'll hear about it, Jermaine, is if there is a uniformed rejection, hesitancy, uh, lack of cooperation on the part of the American people across the board. And at that point, the media won't be able to avoid it. They'll have to simply say, hey, you guys, Americans are not on board. They're not doing it. They're not accepting it. And what's sad about that is that the people that are being forced to do it are going to be the ones whom we love and care about. As I stated on Sunday, our beloved ones who are in the medical field, who are in the educational field, who are in some of the fields that they're going to be told that if you don't take it, you can't work. This is super problematic on an ethical level and on a constitutional level as well. I'll give you the last word before I move on. Um, yeah, I would just say that for me, any country or any persons that so wholly endorse abortion as a viable option, it wouldn't be that far out of the, the realm of thinking and think that this isn't some kind of control. So I'll just leave that there. Right. Thank you. And that's one of the greatest arguments against the notion that to go follow the science is the same as following truth or following logic. 
<clears throat> are following ethical morals and values. That's a glaring radical contradiction right there because your whole medical institution is willing to slaughter babies in the womb and call it okay, including Bill Gates. Let's go to line number two and talk with Mark in San Jose. Mark, are you there? Mark, what's going on, man? Yeah, you had two excellent callers here, two excellent callers, and this is why we all should tell people about the Jessica Stan Show and KFAX. And uh, think about this scripture here in Proverbs. It says, uh, in the multitude of people is the king's honor, but in the want of people is the destruction of the prince. Not that yeah. you're really a prince or a king, but in a sense, talk show hosts are kings and princes. So if you tell more people about this show, um, it will definitely help. And uh, so um, in regards to answering your question about why they are pushing this vaccine, I think part of the answer to it is found in the Georgia Guidestones, where uh, you can see that it says that there's like 10 anti-10 commandments. And the first one is reduce and maintain the population uh, to 500,000. So I'm not sure what the percentage is of the world population to 500,000, but Stan Monteith went up there personally before he died on Radio Liberty, and he it's its not a theory. It's a reality. It's there. He's seen it with his own eyes. I agree and, with uh, you fully also, on that. Hold on for a second, because we got time. I'm going to run you to the end of the, end of the clock on this one. <clears throat> I'll pick up James on the other side. Let's go back to the uh, Georgia Stones, because, uh, yeah, and, and one of the things we're going to have to work through in the weeks and months to come, Mark, is uh, dividing between myths and reality, between conspiracy theories that are baseless and conspiracy theories that are valid. This is the thing you know I've been pushing for years, and I've been checking you on that too, and you know that. But what you just brought up was is really a very important principle. And, and, and here's the part that I want to uh, take and, and talk you through. So with the Georgia Stones, uh, this enigmatic set of stones that they have perched on top of a, a vast wilderness area. I forget where it's located, but the, the writings on those stones are... Yeah, the, the writings on those stones are hundreds and hundreds of years old. So the logic is this. Back then, yeah. they weren't even imagining a planet of seven or eight billion. So when you hear the notion of, uh, of 500,000 population reduction... You, you want to change that because Bill Gates, who is one of the neo-Georgia Stone elite barons who think that he has a right to speak into what is a healthy population rate on the planet, has basically said four billion. But now let's think about that. That's wiping out 50 percent of people on the planet. How demonic and how catastrophic and how barbaric is is the very notion of asserting that you know what a healthy population on the planet is. If that's not defying the sovereignty of God, defying the right of a God who has said, let us replenish the earth and multiply it and subdue it, I have no idea how much more arrogant a human being can be than to assert that the planet will be healthy with only so many people on it. What do you think? I think I'd like to strap down Bill and Melinda Gates and give them that all right, vaccine, all right, Jeff. All right, all right, Mark, Mark, Mark. This is a this is a family friendly show here. The other thing is, um, uh, the other thing is that um, I'm going to be recommending this. Now, this is going to be a little hot. You, know, you probably didn't 
You probably haven't seen this one. Uh, and, and this one is going to actually give you a little bit of credit for some of the things you've got right over the years. Um, but this is going to be something that we're going to have to take up next week because what I'm going to be doing now is encouraging people to uh, watch this this podcast. It, it came Turner, out on... Ted Turner, Jesse. Ted Turner, he, he's up to this 95%. He started CNN. First of all, he said, we need to eliminate 80%. Now he's upping it to 95%. Yeah, I know, but Ted Turner is is sick in the head in many many ways. We we yeah. know that, okay. But but he is one of the oracles that that the Bible talks about having a mouth filled with blasphemy. But here's what I want to say because this is going to be important for narratives going forward, because there are a lot of things that have been happening all the way going back, in my opinion, before the days of Nixon up to now. I mean, we could go all the way back to the beginning of the Federal Reserve, where we have been warned by prophetic-type individuals about the encroaching globalism that people poo-poo, and yet every four, five, six, seven, ten years, something happens that we know was a consequence of the levers being moved by powerful men, such as wars, bankrolling wars, also now bankrolling catastrophes such as uh, diseases. And this here is something that we won't be able to get away from if we do the research before the information uh, highway gets completely hijacked by the globalists so that we can't really do the kind of research we need to. So here is what I'm going to be encouraging people to do with a caveat. This is a caveat, you guys. I want you to hear me. I think it's important for you to watch this podcast. It's a three and a half hour podcast. I watched it today inadvertently while I was doing a bunch of other research on COVID-19 uh, and the great reset that's about to occur, as Klaus Schwab had talked about a couple of weeks ago, and many other people have been on board since then. I was watching some 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 uh, I was watching some presentations on how South Africa is going down under the same kind of uh, socialist Marxist uh, strate- uh, strategic agenda that America is. Very the un- the parallels are uncanny. But what I also saw today was a podcast. You guys write this down by Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. The podcast number will be hashtag or um, not hashtag, but uh, won't be dash. What's the, uh, I forget the name of the term. Anyhow. How do you spell uh, Joe? Joe. Okay. Joe Rogan. J-O-E Rogan. R-O-G-A-N. Now watch this. It's the number, the, the podcast number is 1555. 1555. Joe Rogan, 1555. It's not a hashtag, but you know that you know that little thing on your phone. I forget what it's called. It'll come back up. Anyhow, I want you guys to hear me now. Now, this is a three and a half hour program. This is not for kids. This is not for children. Joe Rogan is not a Christian. And the two other men are, are questionable. They are high uh, visibility talk show hosts right along with Joe Rogan. I'm not going to give the name. I want you to listen to it. But you're going to have to put on a hazmat suit because those guys curse a lot. Nevertheless, they have substantial information and they have a dialogue that they have engaged in covering about 15 critical issues with data in hand, with uh, uh, internet research going on in front of their faces to confirm what they're talking about. Um, with firsthand experimentation on the part of 
some of the individuals who will be in that triad of, of communicators. And they're going to be covering everything from child molestation to perverse behavior on the part of our government leaders to uh, Jeffrey uh, Epstein and why he was killed to uh, 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 the COVID-19 thing to the Bill Gates issue to what's taking place with, uh, with Trump and Biden and many, many critical elements for which many of you have been concerned were true, but you never really had that conversation put out before you in such crass open way. Now you're gonna have to take notes and determine how credible the dialogue is for yourself and I'll be more than willing to talk to you about it. Now here's the only one reason I'm sharing it with you because if we make it into 2021 before uh, any kind of catastrophic shift in our government's civil order, uh, before some major event that right now most people are not looking for, and we're on the air and we're talking, I'm going to recall a number of conversations that I have had over the years about Agenda 21, Goals 2000, about the global agenda, about the ideological subversion of our country and how Russia played a major role in it. Uh, I'm going to be talking about some of the stuff that Mark has brought up in time past, but he hasn't been capable of actually substantiating some of these things. Uh, but we're going to have that conversation forthgoing because they're all going to be links to the same progression and development to where you and I are right now. See, the, the goal of the enemy is to do what he's going to do. He'll tell you that he's going to do it, and he's anticipating people not doing anything about it until it's too late to do anything about it. So I'm hoping that we I'm hoping that we don't have a major problem coming January 21st, 2nd, 23rd, and that life will be relatively normal so we can talk through under a constitutionally free country about these things where people are going to start seeing it so clearly because their freedoms will be taken and their life will be diminished. This is forthcoming. It's inevitable with regards to the crash of our economy that will be taking place. And we need to be strategically ready. But to be strategically ready, you have to be informed. And that means you got to get your head out of the sand into the word of God and be clear on what the Bible says about wicked rulers and liars and satanic deception and the need to be rooted and grounded in Christ so that you can actually handle what's coming your way and, uh, and my role, as many others are, is to be both priestly and prophetic. So it's my job to kind of let you know what these indicators are. <clears throat> and when you watch Joe Rogan and talk with these other two high-profile talk show hosts for a couple, two or three hours, you're going to have to overcome them being silly and carnal and fleshly in many areas. But they're going to be sharing with you data that you just don't get in your major media outlet. Mark, I'll give you the last word before I take a break. All right, so Mark, he's gone. All right, good. I'm going to take a break, clear out the lines. Let me see. James, you hold on. Uh, all you folks out there, if you guys want to talk, you better do it now. We never know when we will never be able to talk again. I'll take your questions, your comments, your challenges. I'm just glad to be free. I'm glad to be talking. I'm glad to, for us to be on the air. 
I love you. I trust you love me too. You and I can debate. You can be wrong. I can be right. You can be right. I can be wrong. But if we have two opposite opinions, we can't both be right at the same time. So let's talk about it on the Monday edition of Lifeline. one 367 I'll be right back. 